You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Mosaic Midweek Podcast for Wednesday, June the 2nd. This past week, we talked about how and why we practice hospitality. We see Jesus practice it, the prophets command it, and the culture embrace it. Point is, it's all throughout Scripture. And we can read of year-long stories of hospitality and also zoom in specifically where it was experienced and practically lived out. Like in Acts 16, we read the story of the Philippian jailer who accepted Jesus the night that took Paul and Silas into his home when the earthquake broke them out of jail. Verse 33 says this, At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. And we read in 1 Peter chapter 4, Peter writes to the exiled believers, commanding them to show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Don't do it with a bad attitude. And in the Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah in chapter 58 says, Is it not to share food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn them away from your own flesh and blood. Hospitality is ancient and deep. It was practiced before us and it will be here long after us. So for some guardrails for this conversation, we turn to Scripture. and But I also am turning to uh, a book called The Gospel Comes with the House Key. It's a transformative piece by Rosaria Butterfield. It's a transformative piece by Rosaria Butterfield. She tells here the journey of experiencing Christian hospitality and her experience as serving as a hospitable Christian. And I want to read to you a paragraph from one of the ending chapters. She says this, quote, Christian hospitality cares for the things that our neighbors care about. Esteeming others more highly than ourselves means nothing less. It means starting where you are and looking around for who needs you. It means communicating Christian love in word and in deed. It means making yourself trustworthy enough to bear burdens of real life and real problems. It means starting where you are. You know, the, the conversation about hospitality is massive, and it deserves way more than a sermon and way more than a podcast to talk about. And I know that it can look a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. Hospitality can be and appear overwhelming as you think about how to do it and the logistics of it all, what to think when you think about hospitality and how it will impact your day and your week and your month. And it can be legit, almost natural to have reasons why not to do it. It's awkward to welcome people in and it's easy to be too busy to fit in knowing your neighbors around the already full schedule. But many times, those reasons do not hold a lot of validity. Ms. Butterfield said, it means starting where you are. 
right here, this season, this house, this culture, you can bring people inward and lovingly. And so here are some ways that I found helpful to frame this practice. Hopefully they will help you as well. Number one, prayer walking. This is exactly what it sounds like. Taking a walk around your street, around your neighborhood, being open to the Spirit of God inside of the people around you. It's by walking where you can see who lives around you and where you are able to taste and feel your neighborhood. Number two, hospitality schedule. Now, this one takes time and planning, but it promises to be very, very fruitful. Sit down in your home and plan out a time where you could host people. After you've brainstormed a couple of names that you would invite over, pick a date, pick a time, and then a meal and make it happen. Create the space for opportunity within your schedule. And number three, neighborhood bingo. This is something that I thought of last fall, but it's an awesome starting point that will help you get the ball rolling uh, as you find your neighborhood grid. So it's set up just like a bingo board, but instead of numbers, there are tasks in the squares that you can complete. So like cooking a meal for your neighbor is one of them. Another one is start a project on your house with your next door neighbor. Or ask the neighbor to your right for some sugar. (laughs) Each item in the box can be crossed off once it's completed. And then once you get bingo, congrats. (laughs) You have the satisfaction of winning bingo. But what you also have is track work in knowing who lives next to you. And hopefully building relationships off of those certain things that you've done. So as I've stated before, I'm not trying to compete for an award that wins best host. I actually just believe that being hospitable is a practice of the kingdom. Being hospitable takes time and vulnerability. And I'm getting that directly from Jesus as he set out time to meet and know people. So that makes me want to intentionally seek out ways to know and love the people around me. Very rarely will you accidentally stumble into this practice. It takes attention. It takes time. And it's a trusting practice that we get to see play out over this summer as we have the opportunity to gather and welcome in the least of these. It's not a map. There's no formula or blueprint to join in what God is doing. There is only a direction. You can't predict and therefore prepare best for where exactly God's going to take you. Because as he guides, we follow. And there are so many ways to love and care for the city that you're in. But if you're married to the vision that it's only big service and it's only number data that you can serve and volunteer at, then the opportunities for your neighbors at your table will pass right underneath you. So no matter your season or the obstacles or the insecurities, you can shine the light of Jesus with a warm and authentic welcome at your very own table. So church, go. 
Go and start where you are in all the freedom and all the grace that you need to practice becoming more hospitable.